of sea and sky. I have heard my people cry, all who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright, who will bear my light to Shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will. This is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Anne Sanders. Welcome to her daughter and sons, uh, Sharon and John and Gary, and to son-in-law Eric, uh, to the grandchildren that are here, to twin sister Jane, and welcome, of course, to all relatives and friends who are here with us. All who have known Anne are gradually recovering and coming to terms with her sudden death. There was absolutely nothing to warn anyone, no signs of what was to come. She took ill in Sharon's house and simply passed away, and there was nothing that anyone could do. So we are here at the end of a life, a good and generous life, a life of great care and compassion to others, a life which had meant so much to family and friends, 
and people that she met along the way. She was a person who was known, who was known for her outstanding kindness and warm heart. And I know uh, not only will family miss her, but everyone and uh, the many people that she knew throughout her life will miss her too. Her face shines uh, like a light in this moment of darkness. God will bind up wounds and heal the brokenhearted for sure. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, grant our supplication that your servant, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. I invite you please to be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will, will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over people, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. This is the word of the Lord. shepherd there is 
there's nothing I want Fresh and green are the pastures Where he gives me rest Near still waters he leads me He refreshes my soul He shows me the right path He is true to his name His goodness shall follow me All the days of my life I will walk in God's kingdom Reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, we know that when we we know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a hill, a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord. Going as we do by faith and not by sight, we are full of confidence. I say, and I actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the trust about us will be brought out in the law 
court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me. So that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please sit down. No one could ever have known what would have happened on that day that Anne died. No one could have expected anything was untoward. It was like a day like any other. People rose and were getting on with their lives. Then suddenly Anne took ill and she was simply not able to recover. That day has changed everything and has changed so many lives the life of her family, and also the many people that she knew. Her sudden death leaves an immense hole that is impossible to fill. She had amazing and exceptional gifts of kindness, compassion, and warmth, and an ability for friendship which was exceptional. Her family, who love her very much, and her many friends, will miss her beyond words. Life itself will never quite be the same. There will always be something or someone rather missing. Places where she would be and occasions that she would have been at will seem the poorer without her. We are gathered here today in the church to mark her passing with prayer and the Mass. All her life, Anne had a deep, abiding and resolute faith that meant everything to her and helped her in so many ways. I think that faith resided in a belief in the love of God 
for her and for all of us a simple and profound faith. The love of God doesn't end in death, but it goes beyond even that boundary. St. Paul, in the letter that we've listened to today at Mass, speaks of death in the following terms. By profession, he was a tent maker. In those days, or in these days, you would say a house builder. And he describes death as a folding up of the tent, packing away and finding a new home in the heavens. What he is describing death as is like moving house from this earthly house to a heavenly house. It's a transition from one thing to another, moving from A to B. What a nice and consoling thought for us today. Anne has simply moved house from here to there, from something that was good to something that is even better. The idea of heaven as a large uh, home and house is continued in the Gospel reading. That house that we move to has many rooms, rooms of plenty, space for everyone. No one is excluded and no one's left out. All are welcome in the Father's home. The door is open, the table set, our place is assured. These thoughts fill our minds and hearts today. There is an end of the road for all of us, but the end is not darkness, but it's light. God's promises are never taken back, and his love is forever. Just a few words by reflection about Anne's life today. She was born on the 28th of June, 1947. Her parents, John and Catherine Highland. They had 12 children, two sets of twins. Anne was a twin herself. Her sister Jane survives her. She married her husband, uh, John, whom she met at the Plaza Dancing. They were married at St. Conville's in Pollock in 1968. Was that not the year of love? They were married for 41 years. They had a very happy marriage indeed. And Anne missed him very much over these last 12 years since his death. They had, of course, children, Sharon and John and Gary. And she was a most wonderful and excellent mother. She was kind, supportive, loving, And these children who were her family meant the world to her. The family home in which they lived was a happy place in which everyone was welcome, and especially the cousins. They were also always coming and going, and I believe very often staying as well. Anne was delighted to have nine grandchildren, Haley and Nadine and James and Declan and John Paul, Calvin and Charlie and Erin and, of course, golden child Ellie. She didn't work uh, when her own children were growing up and were young, 
but did eventually work at the local butchers and then Fraser's office as well. But most of all, she worked for 30 years at the hairdressing salon that Sharon herself owned. She loved to work, and she was exceptionally good at it and loved meeting everyone. She was blessed with one of those natures which was instinctively helpful, and it proved to be key to her work there with staff and customers. Both Sharon and Eric will never forget the two years that she spent at Ellie's bedside when she was so sick, nursing her and keeping up her spirits. She was always a person who could be relied on, a person with good advice, who was always helpful and always warm-hearted. She had the most positive outlook in life and often repeated that she had been loved in life and that she'd been happy and she had no regrets whatsoever. What a great conclusion that is to life. I'm sure that there were many trials along the way, but in the end it was all good. It was happiness and contentment and satisfaction with the life that God had given her. Amidst the tears and sadness of this day, I'm sure that there is in each of your minds a profound sense of blessings that have been shared on all of you as family and friends. Anne's life has touched all of your lives. Her goodness, her kindness has helped you, lifted you up and supported you. Perhaps over many years you've shared confidences. Perhaps over the years you've laughed and wept together. She's been in many ways your life and has brought so much to your lives as well. There's not only on a day like today sadness and tears, but surely today is also a day of joy and happiness. As you think of her life, her nature, the things that she did, and everything that she meant to you. And in this, it's not all that God means it to be. For the more that love is shared, the more blessings that are around. Today there are tears as we part, but there is joy. There is immense joy as we recall Anne's life, her warm heart, and her great love. If, in a sense, we kind of think of this as a day of parting, then maybe also we should remember that there will also be a day of reunion in the place in which there are many rooms, the Father's house, in which we will all meet again. Today we are thankful in this place to God for such a good life, such a kind life, for so many blessings that have come to so many people through one single life. We're so thankful today in this church for joy and love that's been brought into our lives. And of course we can say 
that that is a true light. May God grant and today eternal rest and peace. She'll never ever be forgotten. She'll always be in your hearts. You'll always love her and always cherish her. Acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant, Anne, finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for all her sins, may exult forever with all your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as one alone he accepted death, so that we might all escape from dying. As one he chose to die, so that in your sight we all might live forever. And so in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord. 
fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Anne, whom you've called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. I invite you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. You. Lamb of God, take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, only say the word and my soul shall be healed. come forward to receive Holy Communion, but if you don't want to receive Communion, uh, please just remain in your seats, but if you'd like maybe perhaps just to receive a blessing, uh, then as you just come forward, uh, just place your hand on your breast, uh, and I'll give you a, a blessing instead of Holy Communion. God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the works thy hand has made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. And when I think that God, his Son, not sparing, sent him to die, I scarce can take it in. That on the cross, my burden gladly bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart. When I shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim, my God, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. 
Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. I watch the sunrise lighting the sky casting its shadows near and on this morning bright though it be I feel those shadows near me but you Thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray that the soul of your servant Anne, freed through your son's passion from the bonds of sin, 
may come happily into your presence. Through Christ our Lord. For I have read. 
redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When the fire is burning all around you, you will never be consumed by the flames. Do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When the fear of loneliness is looming, then remember. Afraid, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you dwell in the exile of the stranger, remember you are precious in my eyes. Do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. You are mine, oh my child. I am your father, and I love you with a perfect love. Do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you walk through the waters, I'll be with you. You will never sing beneath the be afraid, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name.